When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, here comes Curtis Lewa. Curtis has been up like 38 hours in a row. Curtis. Got to go to the break of dawn. The break of dawn. Curtis, you remember Miami Vice? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what's going on in, in Manhattan right yes. now. Yes. Tell us about there was a stock car. There was two cars racing at each other, killing each other on the streets of uh, West Side or East Side. 92nd and 2nd Avenue. And most people thought it was like uh, the second making of French Connection because that was a movie so many years ago that was best known for his car chases. This wasn't a car chase. This was like a demolition derby. They were smashing into one another, but they're good cars. They're uh, Mercedes-Benz and a Toyota. And they were smashing into each other. And, and then after one of them tried to get away, then he... The other car was chasing him again and smashing into him again. Yeah, then the guy came out. He had his gun in his hand. He smashed the uh, side window. He reached in. He grabbed a satchel. They assumed that there was money and bling bling, a lot of jewelry in there. Then the Mercedes-Benz took off. The Toyota took off. And they haven't been seen since. So you think this was an inside job? In other words, they knew each other? Yeah. Yeah, I think they had already stolen the money and the guy who had the loot was trying to make a getaway on his own. And the other guy who probably ran interference for him said, oh, no, you don't. That's half of that is mine. But can you imagine? (laughs) This is the Upper East Side. People have already fled from the Upper East Side because of the crime. They're just going to continue. Well, you know, I hate to say it this way because I'm I'm a middle-of-the-road person. and But the ones that voted Democratic and for the wrong people are cowardly. They're the ones that moved to to Florida first. Yes, that's the yeah. I think I think you're right, and I think look, we we continue to see this. Where I mean, I'm going to say, yeah. you guys got us in this mess. Stay here and fight. Yeah. Fight to get our city back. <laughs> <laughs> Improve, don't move. I remember a smart guy was saying who was running for mayor in 2021. But yeah, I saw this on the subway come in. I, I talked to you here, Curtis, and uh, you know whatever we hear from Eric Adams. I got to tell you, seeing it on the ground, it's yeah. getting worse and worse right now. And I hate to start everybody's Labor Day Monday with bad news, but the really the truth is, coming up on the subway on the east side, nice area of the city there. I saw seven or eight people that either were drugged up or were sleeping on the subway there. Unacceptable and easy answers to this that they just don't ultimately want to execute. Now they have to forcibly remove them from the trains. There's none of this. We do crisis intervention. We try to. Yeah, no, you don't belong here on the train. <clears throat> we're taking you off, either for an observation for mental health purposes, or we're ta- <coughs> now, taking you to a show. I'll tell you something, and I've, I've talked to uh, Tony Carbonetti, who was uh, uh, Rudy's uh, uh, chief uh, uh, of staff uh, for a while, uh, for I think for eight years. Yeah, uh, he's on our five o'clock show, and uh, we talked about that. Keeping the streets safe is the number one consideration. In this November, I mean, we are living in Dodge City right now. I mean, if we don't vote right and get the right people in that are going to keep our city safe, 
We might as well change the name to Dodge City. Yeah, and I think the difference now, too, when you look at the people that are looking at going down to Florida, John, it's not people that are in their 60s or 70s that may have worked a full life and are retiring and are looking and saying, you know what, Florida, it's warmer, better taxes, I'm going to go down there. It's people in their 20s and 30s and 40s that are looking and saying, there might be more opportunities or my child is safer. And i got to tell you, Curtis, as much as I love New York, I want to make sure that my daughter is sure. going to be safe sure. first and foremost. And I'm going to go where she is going to be and have the safest and the most opportunity. And I certainly want to fight to make sure that that's New York. But if you look and say, hey, you know what? We're getting these Democratic politicians that are going to continue to allow people like Alvin Bragg rule the roost over here, then we, that might not be the answer. Well, I think today will be a good political litmus test. I'll be joining uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin in the West Indian Day Parade. That's a group that would predominantly go with the Democratic candidate, right. in this case, Kathy Hochul. If Lee Zeldin can get 30% of the vote in the city, mm-hmm. he will be the next governor of the state of New York. Yeah, and you were right on the doorstep of getting 30% of the vote in New York, and, and that's it. He has to. He has to crack that 30% number. You know, we were talking a little bit before about this poll that came out this weekend from Trafalgar, who's been amazingly accurate in their predictions over the last couple of different presidential cycles and all that, had Zeldin down four and a half points. Mm. What are your thoughts on that poll and where this race stands going into Labor Day. Well, a month ago they had him down 24 points in a variety you of polls. You can't believe these polls. I mean, come no, on. No, I, I would say this one, uh, he's probably in about six to eight percentage points behind, but he's in a good striking position now yeah. because crime is the dominant issue and the governor is not offering anything to residents. So the independent voters are going to determine who the next governor is. And I think you're know, starting to lean towards uh, Zeldin. I found out how much polls mean when um, uh, Blumberg ran against uh, Bill Thompson. Yeah. Bill Thompson was a decent individual. You 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 remember? Oh, him. absolutely. And and and, and Blumberg, uh, there was three different polls, and I'm sure somebody owned owned those pollsters. I'm mm. not saying who, <laughs> but somebody owned those pollsters. And uh, uh, the fact is, they had. Thompson down by 20, 25 points. Now, who is going to give money to poor Bill Thompson? If, yeah. if the current mayor that's sitting in the, uh, in the mayor's seat is 25 points ahead? Well, the answer is nobody. But the interesting thing, John, is on the night of the election, halfway through, Norman Seabrook, who broke ranks and supported Billy Thompson, came on New York One and said, Billy Thompson is ahead of Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> Bloomberg went absolutely out of his mu- uh, out of his mind because he had given millions of dollars for ballot security, right. which eventually ended up leading some people to go to jail yeah. because <laughs> they didn't spend who. it on ballot security. They spent it on buying a house <laughs> in Forest Hills in Do the we gardens. Know those people? Hey, yeah, a guy's name is Haggerty. Went oh, up to Blacksburg. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the money was supposed to be for ballot security to guarantee that your vote would be delivered, you know, an honest election. They took the money. There was no ballot security. Bloomberg, halfway through the night, says, how's Billy Thompson ahead? Yeah. And then they started making calls, and they started to make sure that uh, the vote would turn out. And, and, you know, the way the Democratic Party was those days, if they needed extra votes, they call up Philadelphia. <laughs> it's only 90 miles away. They drive them up. <laughs> Absolutely. And when your father was running, 
they had the old iron machines, the lever machines. They would bring them in from Red Hook where they would keep them stored in warehouses. And some of them were opened up, and you have to open them up with both Dinkins people right. and Giuliani people. There'd already be 250 so, votes for in Dinkins there, yeah. in there. <laughs> it's Imagine that, already 250 votes. I know. It's just, it, it's amazing. Well, look, the, the good thing about this Trafalgar poll, and I know we can't trust the polls, but this guy's been pretty accurate most of the most of the way. If you good. look at his last couple, so he's got a good look, he's got a good I, track record. You know what record. I say, and I say it on the radio, I say it on television. Whether you vote Republican or Democrat or whatever, one vote, one person. Let's have an honest vote, so we're we're not the banana republic. Yeah, that that the American people, that New Yorkers feel that their vote counts, and I think that's that is the most important thing. Uh, going and and I think what Bloomberg did and what uh, your father did, uh, Rudy, uh, balance security. I, that's the best way you could spend money. Well, I, I the saw. Best way. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you stories. Yeah. And and uh, one of my friends, uh, uh, Tommy Constance, who's a, a co-partner at uh, at uh, Kramer Eleven, big big law firm mm-hmm. here in town. He tells me stories about his friends telling him that they get paid. Two hundred and fifty dollars for voting multiple times, mm-hmm. and he says one guy got voted ten times or twelve times. He got three thousand dollars. Yeah, it's and they have the certain districts. They have certain districts that uh, uh, they control the district, and there's nobody watching, and that's the places they do it in. And, and you know, you know what I say? Uh, people do what you inspect. Versus what you expect. If you don't, if you're not watching, now talking about Carbonetti and your dad. <laughs> when I was running against Joe Loda, I saw some 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 buildings voted against me seventy three to zero. No, seventy three. <laughs> now, do you think that sounds like a legitimate uh, thing? No, I mean, and that was Manhattan where you knew everybody. Absolutely. In the outer boroughs, you really didn't know people. They voted I for you. About won, I won Staten Island. I just about won Brooklyn. But Manhattan, who I knew everybody, oh, my God. Park Avenue, right? He knew everybody on Park Avenue. You looked at the vote tallies. It's sort of 73 like to nothing. John who? John who? Have, so have you ever gotten that out of Carbonetti in terms of how those that I, mass I adds up? Have you? Him. I am questioning get, get him. Get him on the radio. Get him, get him on the grand jury testimony and there. If he's and listening ask him, today, say, come maybe on. he'll call us in and tell us the truth. <laughs> and then who the heck got, got, got McDonald in the middle of the primary between me and Loda? <laughs> that was another time bomb. Oh. Another, <laughs> he wasn't going to win, but somebody threw a time bomb in and say, just in case, let's throw that bomb in. Hi, George McDonald of the Doe <laughs> Foundation. All of a sudden, he was running, and he would go to these debates, and he would start throwing all kinds of bombs at John Katsimatidis. There were all the other candidates there, and you say, why do you keep attacking John? In fact, John, you floated him alone originally, right, to now, get I, his I, first house. His first house, we sold him his first house that Margo used to own, uh, and... Uh, uh, it was a beautiful townhouse for less than a million dollars on, on 84th Street. And guess what? He, you know, we gave him a loan because you can't get a loan those days. Those are the days that were 14% interest. Yeah. And I was paying 14% interest to Flushing Bank in those days. <laughs> and, 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 and the fact was that uh, um, he was criticizing me yeah. 
for charging them 14% interest, but I, that's what I was paying. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just you know passed it on to what I was paying. Talk well, about an ingrate. Yeah. What an ingrate <laughs> that guy was. He is the one that sued. He never paid his father-in-law the money he loaned him for the down payment. Oh, and by the way, the Doe Foundation... Let's just say that's a family endeavor that's made millions and millions of dollars with these business improvement districts. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know where all the money is gone, John. All the money. I have no clue. I have no clue. But uh, George McDonald, uh, to, to the day he died and he passed away, and I don't wish anybody anything. Boy, he was still hitting on me. Yeah. And I never did anything to the guy instead of put him in a home. And, and loaned them the money. Never forget, on the <laughs> stage of the debate, there's all these other candidates. They're attacking George McDonald. I think we and have. And he's attacking John Katzmatis. <laughs> that might be another Carbonetti deal. Let's, I hear the music coming. I think we're coming up on a break. Let's take that break, and uh, we'll see you right afterwards. Thank you, Curtis. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 